man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, guys? Chris here with Lalo and Charles this week. What's up, guys? Ayo! Lots of things to talk about. Of course, as always, this week of July 11th, 2022, Season 4, Episode mm. 28. We've got to talk about Travis Barker back in the studio after a health scare last week, so we got oh. an update there. Uh, Aerosmith Steven Tyler's out of rehab, so oh, that's good news. Okay. We'll talk about that. Nice. Health issues, uh, though, forcing the cancellations of some major tours from Poison and Whitesnake this week. So, Poison. Uh, unfortunate there. Uh, limited edition Gibson guitars from the personal collections of what? Angus Young, Billy Gibson, and others up for auction for charity this month. Uh, plus, this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia Weekly, WTF, all that good stuff. Everything's up, rocknewsweekly.com. You know the drill for $3.99 a month. You can support all of us here, help us pay for our microphones, our new cables, uh, whatever we get in the studio, our snacks, all that good stuff for the price of what you pay for a coffee. So anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. We do appreciate it, guys. Mm -hmm. We're, of course, on Google Podcast, Amazon Audible, all that good stuff. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly live every Friday. 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you guys for joining us. You can chat along in the chat for free. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all the same, at Rock News Weekly. So, some new albums out this uh, past week, Charles. You know, you know what I just realized? Yes. The amount that people will pay to subscribe and listen to all of our wonderful commercials and extra right? bonus content. Yes, $3.99. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that you'll, when we go to Aftershock this year, a lot of the extra stuff that you do, like you guys get to pay for that, that's less than, oh, no, 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 that's almost about half a tank of gas. I know, A right? single tank of gas. I agree. Yeah. It's so, less than yeah. a tank of gas. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So for less than a tank of gas, you guys can show your support here. And we appreciate it. We'll give you a shout-out. I'll read your name on there. Less you know? than a gallon of gas. That's right. Yeah. A tank right. of gas is probably like 1200 bucks. A tank right of now. gas is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, there's people prostituting for gas right now. Oh, yeah. That is and turning true. tricks on the yeah. street. <laughs> we got lots of heavy stuff out from Arjor's Begrim Eximius. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that um, folk band. Rotting in the Aftermath. That's just a good old family album. Yeah. That's, That's a family a cool fun name. album. Throw that on when the kids are waking up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? I love that song. Here we are rotting in the aftermath. Right. In this dark uh, descent we come. It's such a, such a wonderful. sing-along song, right? It's wonderful. Beth Blade, Beautiful Disasters, oh, okay. Blind Channel, Bullet for My Valentine's got their uh, deluxe edition gotcha. of their self-titled out. So for fans of Bullet for My Valentine, check that out. Clean Break, mm. Crossing Rubicon, Dio. It's actually Ronnie oh. James Dio's, it would have been his 80th birthday this weekend. Uh, and Wendy Dio, his uh, widow and wife that's still like carrying the flame for him, is on Full Metal Jackie this weekend on 105.7 FM. So if you want to hear an exclusive interview this weekend... Uh, tune into the bear. Uh, no way. That's 10 awesome. PM to midnight Man. Pacific Standard Time, 105.7 FM or 1057thebear.com. You can hear Wendy Dio talking about this new Holy Diver Super Deluxe Edition uh, that's out on Rhino this week in honor of Ronnie James, what would have been his 80th birthday. So. Awesome. That's who super who cool. gets to interview Wendy Dio? Was that you? Or was no, that, it's no? Uh, Full Metal Jackie. Oh, Full Metal Jackie. It's one of okay. our uh, collaborative uh, people that we have on the bear. Awesome. She does a show every Saturday and Sunday night. Uh, she's lucky enough to do that. So, oh, that's cool. New stuff also nice. out from Frail, the Machinist, Opponent, Powerwolf, Telekinetic Yeti, which we said I love was that. probably the best band name. Yeah. of the band of the bunch last. Yeti. Tele- oh, that's Telekinetic sick. Yeti, yeah. right? Telekinetic I mean, Yeti. <laughs> and Vomit Fourth. That was the second runner runner up. Yes, uh, but we got some new ones this week. Walk, Check it out. Walk into the lands and vomit forth. Vomit <laughs> Anthrax has got their Anthrax XL Blu-ray and CD. Right. So if you want to see some uh, concert footage and high-quality audio, check that out for Anthrax fans. Asphenosphere, uh, Behold oh, yeah. the Monolith, Black Capricorn, Celestial oh, I like Wizard, Black Capricorn. Okay. Entombed. Oh, Entombed. The Ever-Living, God is an Astronaut. That's a good one. That That's is a cool. good one. That's cool. Hissing, Ian Lurton's Future Now. 
Okay. Mantar. Man I like Mantar. Mantar. Here it comes. He's about to fight the spider. Mantar and Mulder. Orianthi, Palace, uh, Primal Fear, Sick and Beautiful, and Sinner. Here's my sidekick. Mulder. Mantar, Mantar. and Mulder. <laughs> and Scully. <laughs> All right, rock news this week, guys. Let's get to it. Oh, okay. Travis Barker back in the studio following hospitalization for pancreatitis. Um, he's back to work, so he posted himself, picture of himself in the studio, but he had an unexpected stay in the hospital last week. He posted online that he's feeling much better. Yeah. On Tuesday, he was photographed walking outside his studio in Calabasas. Just one week ago, he was diagnosed with that life-threatening pancreatitis hours before being admitted. He went in for an endoscopy. Excuse me, endoscopy, and later developed excruciating pain. He suggested oh, that yeah. it was due to medical error. So he's saying that it was like the doctor's fault. Oh yeah, I What's remember. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? I think it's well, it's entirely possible. It's uh, it, it happens. Um, you know, people go in for basic procedures, and and you know, well, a like no one's perfect. Um, and b uh, and b if. If you've got a doctor who's working, and maybe he's rich, so he maybe he went to like, you know, a fancy doctor. But a lot of the times, these doctors are working uh, around the clock, and there are true stories about them leaving like towels and people, and like even like medical devices and side people and sewing them up crazy, and stuff. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, it's, I don't see it's how plausible. that's even. I don't even see it. Like, I don't know. I think. Aren't, Aren't there people who, like, prevent that kind of, like, yeah, the, you the think assistance so. and things? Like, hey, doctor, you left that towel in there. You think so? I mean, it was probably, like... Uh, oh, it, yep, you're right. It probably... What probably happened was they were probably doing the endoscopy, and then the nurse was like, doctor, I think you scraped the inside of his intestine. And the doctor was like, have you fucking heard all the small things? Listen, I don't give a shit. So am I. So am I. And that was, this is my that revenge. This is my, this, is, this is my revenge this for all the small revenge. things. Wow. Uh, he looks like uh, Travis Barker. I'm totally glad you're okay. That's a kick-ass Morrissey shirt. Uh, we were talking about Morrissey on the 4th of July. Um, just FYI, you look like a villain. And you look like... <laughs> He's a punk rock villain. Yeah, you look like a villain. Or like maybe Skeletor from He-Man's like grungy <laughs> little brother. Yeah, that just kind of like was angsty. Yeah, yeah, a little like angsty. When he, when he grew up. Yeah. Always wore a beanie. He's like... Skeletor, I want to ride the Panther. Fucking Skeletor, you're always doing the cool stuff, man. I fucking fuck, you know. I want to do my own thing. Yeah, like, get back in your room, T. I'm gonna be the loudest drummer here on the planet Zardon or wherever <laughs> planet they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are you going, Castlevania? <laughs> it's Grayskull, asshole. <laughs> we we hope you're well, Travis. <laughs> at your expense of humor there. Uh, all right, so check it out. This was not very good. Oh, Poison's yeah. Brett Michaels hospitalized. Here's an exclusive shot here from TMZ that I ripped off of him in the hospital bed. Uh, he had to cut his show short um, in Nashville this past Thursday night. Oh, It was canceled. And then another show that was supposed to happen in Florida was only seven songs long. Uh, he was admitted to the hospital just before showtime. Uh, the band went on stage and announced that Michaels had a bad reaction to medication. Mm, yeah. and they wouldn't be able to do the show without him. You he think has that severe you, diabetes? You think that's a legit excuse, or yeah. do you think it was just like? No, yeah, he's like type one diabetic, right? Yeah, he's pro it, it's totally plausible. He's de he he is on a lot of medication. Yeah, uh, and he's and I think he's been like that his entire life. I think he's like one of those people who are just kind of born with that. Like it wasn't like anything that contributed to it. Uh, you would think that his skeezy kind of nasty behavior. <laughs> would contribute to it but ultimately like he's just, just a natural deal just unfortunate yeah so yeah it's, it's plausible um i mean it, it's funny though he's still wearing a hat like i wear the hat a lot now because you know i don't know maybe maybe it's because he's trying do, to hide his identity well, yeah, is he wearing know. the hat yeah. in the hospital it bed? looks like he is he's wearing some kind of a well, hat there he's bald he is bald yeah, yeah he's, he's going bald. bald he's got the that's why he's wearing the, the bandana yeah the hair is like a wig i guess Right. From what I heard. How'd they pull out the sideburns? Uh, the sideburns. Just Velcro strips? <laughs> the sideburns are just permanent marker, dude. <laughs> that's like Steven Seagal's hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's, feel better, Brett Michaels. That's just shoe polish. Feel better. Poison. Poison. P -p Poison. Another uh, artist that is not feeling too well and had to cut some dates short. Mm. Uh -huh. David Coverdale from Whitesnake. 
Uh, yeah. The band cited that it was due to un- continuing health challenges. In a statement from frontman David Coverdale, he said, I extend my sincere apologies to all of Whitesnake's amazing fans. Been looking forward to the remaining shows. Um, blah, blah, blah. All of the promoters and other professionals who have helped to set up the tour, uh, he says that basically the farewell tour, it kicked off in Ireland in early May, mm. headed to UK and Europe, but it has been faltering since mid-June when guitarist Rob Beach missed four shows after falling ill. Mm. And then the band also missed a festival date in Spain after drummy Taldri- Tom- oh, Tommy man. Aldridge also got sick. And then now David Coverdale's sick. Dude, hang so, up the instruments, guys. Yeah, Whitesnake is not faring well on yeah. the road. Uh, and these guys are damn near 80 years old. It's I was like, going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, well, you know. Let's call it a day. I've made let's up my mind. Day. But, hey, they're they're trying to, yep. you know, they're t- on probably what they think to be their final tour. So, you know, it's just one of those things, right? And yeah. David Coverdale says, it's time for me to get my arse home. Thank you for understanding, but I need to get home and rest and recuperate. So get better, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steven Tyler's like, let's get back. On the yeah, he's out of rehab. David. We'll get to that. Uh, we got a picture from uh, him around that time. Uh, guitars from ACDC, Aerosmith, Hailstorm, going to be auctioned off. ACDC's Angus Young, uh, an SG standard from him. Uh, Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish. I know you're going to be bidding on that, Charles. Yeah. Liz- Lizzie Hale, Hailstorm, Aerosmith, yeah. Joe Perry. Uh, they, they all got guitars. I mean, uh, Billy Gibbons slash Don Felder of the Eagles, Rick Nielsen wow. of Cheap, Stri- uh, Cheap Trick. Richie Faulkner or Judas Priest. Uh, so, yeah, they're all online. It's going for uh, charity. Everything goes to charity for the Gibson Gives and National Museum of African American Music Education Fund. Beautiful. So I love it. Also to some good cha- uh, good uh, yeah. charities mm. and for good causes. So Somebody buy you know, a guitar and then send me that guitar. Sure. You know, That's not going to happen. What's that, Lalo? I was going to say, what's really cool about like half of those bands is... Uh, a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure... It's an anime, but a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters are actually named after kind of bands oh, yeah. from this era. There's um, there's Aerosmith. That's, like, the name of, like, this kind of, like, weird power thing. There's Essie Desi, who's ACDC. <laughs> He's, like, an Egyptian stone man. Oh, it's a cool funny. show. You should watch it. Oh, who is that in the middle there? Oh, who is that? Is that a drummer? <laughs> is that a famous drummer? Yeah, it's Taylor Hawkins. Uh, Taylor Hawkins... Uh, He's part of this new release from an old band of his. Oh, okay. Uh, it's his early recordings featured on this new EP. Um, and it's a band he was in called Anyone. Anyone? Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, is this probably like early 90s? Man, that is annoying. Maybe before... Um, before... Uh, 1993. No Doubt, or not No Doubt, um, before Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Before all that, recorded in 1993, oh, right. originally released as a demo tape, uh, was, uh, Anyone was formed in the late 80s in Laguna Beach by uh, Riz Story, John Davison, and Taylor Hawkins. Oh, okay. So, uh, is that Silverchair, though? Is that, <laughs> that is not Silverchair. It's not Silverchair? Look at that soul patch. They're not from Australia. That's a that's that a vicious silverchair. soul patch. It is. It's, yeah, and that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson on that the is, side that with hair. That is him. That is <laughs> Kurt, uh, very young Kirk Hammett. I don't know. Very young Kirk Hammett. <laughs> well, Check Kirk Hammett in 1993 would have been uh, not so young. Uh, no, that is true. That is yeah. true. He was already young in the 80s. Um, okay, so this was interesting. One of the, you know how Ghost has their anonymous ghouls that play in their band that you don't know who they are. Yeah, right? they wear masks. Yep. You don't know who the members of the band of Ghost are. That's the whole what they try and do, right? Like, they're anonymous, except for Tobias Forge. They know who he is now. Yeah. Papa Emeritus or whatever he goes by. But all the other members of the band are meant to be anonymous. That's kind of the deal with the band, right? Uh, So this guy who was fired from Ghost's band as one of the anonymous ghouls, he's saying he had to go through therapy for a couple of months. Uh, He had this new interview, and he was talking about it, and he said, I actually went through therapy for six months after that firing. Because I felt like I'm nobody. We were up there playing with Metallica and Iron Maiden, and they know who we are. All the people backstage know who we are, but nobody else does. He went on to say, so it was just like being up at the top, but then you're basically at the bottom once you're out of the band. I didn't wow. have a job or anything, and then you're back on track in a couple of months, and you just roll up your sleeves and get at it again. I didn't have much of a choice. But I thought it was interesting how some of these bands try and make the other band members like anonymous and stuff but you don't really think about how that kind of does for your psyche if you're a really good guitar player oh yeah really good bass player 
you want to kind of be known for what you what you do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You don't want to have to wear a mask all the time and never be known for actually what what your talents are. So. Yeah. I don't know. What do you yeah. think about that? The mask thing is is it's cool. It's just it, honestly like it's a little gimmicky. Yeah, I think it's it's. Uh, oh, it definitely is. Yeah, I, and and it's okay. Like the Slipknot thing, you know, they were, they they seem to be. I mean, aside from maybe um, Kiss, uh, they seem to be kind of like the big big front runners in the whole mask gig. But uh, and now Ghost is is it's their thing. But you know, it's it's I guess it's a little gimmicky. I I, uh, I think he's got a point. It kind of sucks because at this point he can put. What do you do? Give people a resume? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a touring musician though, and you're a studio musician, then yeah, I mean, you have to have a resume. Like I played with this band. Yeah. I, I toured with them. Whatever, right? Or maybe you just continue to wear the mask for the rest of your life. But that's what I mean. <laughs> that's like it. that's kind of psychologically fucked up. Oh yeah, it is to be that type of a member of a band. Like, it is. You hide in the shadows. No one knows who you are. And, yeah, you're great, but you're expendable. Yeah, absolutely. So I could see how that's not a very um, good way to run a band. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be in a band that treated me like that. So oh, yeah, for sure. I, I could see where he's coming from. And I could see that why other people are, you know, he's having a tough time uh, filling people in this band. And I remember a couple years back, he must have been one of those guys that just, like, exited the band. You know, he was fired, obviously, but he probably quit as well who knows what the deal was behind all of that yeah but it seems like kind of a toxic situation there uh with ghost and their music really hasn't been on point lately uh we haven't been fans of their last couple albums no so i don't I, know i like have one ghost song on my playlist and that's like pretty much it i think the um, gimmick the gimmick is kind of taken over yeah yeah you know and these people are starting to say like hey man this sucks yeah, I, uh, so I don't know. I honestly, like, I don't know a whole lot about Ghost. I know a lot of our fans are probably like, what the fuck, Charles? <laughs> like, seriously, you've been talking like you know a lot about, but I actually don't I, know a lot about. So is that Tobias Forge on the left? Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Tobias Forge is the band leader. Yeah. All right, well. He looks like a villain. Tobias he has a very Forge, uh, villainous face. Uh, you know, stop being an asshole. Let people <laughs> take their masks off. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, that's his vision for the band. That's kind of his gimmick. He's suddenly yeah. just kind of turned into a Gene Simmons, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right? true. I mean, it's like, oh, well, this is what the image of the band is, and you signed up for the gig. If you don't want to do it, I'll get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a Gene Simmons mentality is what I'm saying here. You know, that's kind of like why – that's one of the many reasons why I love Tool so much. Like, each member of the band gets to pick, like, whoever is going to open up for them. And they all have a say in the set list. And even though right. Maynard's, like – you know, he's, like, a big deal, it's, it's all, like, a collective. That band, like, each one of them gets the same amount. Like, it's – it's like for some of these bands, I think the lead singer kind of takes that front role and becomes like the president of the band and makes a lot of those decisions. And it's just yeah, kind of ridiculous. Just unfortunate. Yeah. So, uh, well, at least he's letting everybody know. What do you think about that, Lalo? Um, I do think the the kind of gimmicky thing isn't really necessary. Like especially with like the Tool example. Like Danny Carey's up there dressing like Adam Sandler playing basketball. Like he doesn't need that. Yeah. Like if you're just if you're good at what you do, then you don't need. You don't, I don't need know, the extra on, stuff. Yeah, you don't need yeah. that. Unless it works. Unless it works if you're like Avatar and you can like pull that off. But like you can still give credit to all your band members. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, ap- well, you know, in Avatar, the only person who wears like really kind of makeup in Avatar. I mean, the other band members wear makeup. But the only person that wears like almost a mask is the lead singer, right? Lead singer, yeah. The rest of them kind of wear some stuff, but it's not anything crazy. But you mm-hmm. can still tell who the lead singer is right. from Avatar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good right. point, man. Uh, Ozzy and Sharon celebrating Aww. a 40 year anniversary. Check that out. Uh, they shared a photo from Aww. their wedding. They got married in Hawaii 40 years ago. Oh, he looks. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, what am I doing here? I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, who are right, you? Well, I guess I'm doing this. Who's this lady by me? Why is she dressed in a wedding dress? Uh, they toasted the occasion with social media posts. They shared their photo from their 1982 wedding. Wow. So 1982, and it's 2022. Crazy, man. man. 40 years ago. That's nuts. Congrats to Ozzy and Sharon, though. That's yeah. awesome, man. 40 years is... They've been. They've had some ups and downs. They have. They're big fans of the show, though. They so. are. They're huge yeah. fans. They're listening right now. Yeah. Screw you, Ozzy. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're an icon. You, Sharon. You yeah. bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> You're an icon. Uh, uh, Sammy Hagar. This is a cool little interview. He's, like, basically saying... I've earned more money than I have uh, doing my tequila and everything else than yeah. I have ever with rock. 
and he's he's confirming this and he says it's true yes it's absolutely true it's what made it so great for me i'm telling you guys i swear by this if you get lucky enough to get successful outside of music it makes it so much better in your elder years like now i'm in my 70s and I'm still going and playing music, and you know why? Because I don't have to do it for a living. Oh, okay. I don't make it my business, so I can pay my band more than they can make playing with anyone else. They're happy, and so they're happy to play with me. We all walk out on stage, and we're happy to do it, because we don't have to do it. Nice, I like that. nice, yeah. nice. So I, I think that, you know, and get this, man, look at this. He sold Cabo Wabo Tequila in 2010. Oh, my God. For $85 million. Million in 2010. Wow, that's nuts. That's a lot of money. And that's that, nuts. That was 10 years ago, and he's still very involved with his ongoing brands. That the, the There's the Beach Bar Rum that he's doing and some other shit. Yeah. He's doing rum and tequila and other things. And he's like, a lot of people are doing music for money. They go out, they punch a clock, so we do it for fun. It's almost like we're in a garage band again because I make my living another way. Yeah. And music is something I just love to do. But I if would, he, you know, I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's awesome. I would really appreciate his original quote if he didn't say it to us every fucking time he comes on the show. Like the original <laughs> quote, he says exactly those words every like right before he leaves. Right. He goes, "It's true." Yes, and we won't even be talking about it. I know. He'll it's just like, start quit talking. bragging. Quit yeah. bragging already. We'll Sammy. just be, we'll just be like, "Hey, I'll see you later, Sammy," and then he'll be like, "It's true." Yeah, it's absolutely true. So, like, we're very we could say it word for word like out of our memory. Do you think this yeah. is like the way that? a lot of musicians should try and approach music or do you think that this is just kind of an an anomaly and he's lucky and it's not going to be like the way music is mainly written i think everybody's following his lead right now everybody metallica's got their whiskey slipknot's got a whiskey but i don't know though i mean metallica's like they're touring to make money like they're still oh, one yeah. of the top grossing touring bands. They're trying to make money. Yeah. They're grinding it out on the road. They have a... That's Deftones. He says this yeah. quote here like uh, about the show dates. He's like, if you told me I'm going to play 150 shows this year, I'd tell him I quit because I know I would get pissed off and I'd be saying, oh, I've got to do a show tonight, man. There's a great boxing match on or I want to take my wife out and go and have a nice dinner. Yeah. So he wants to live his life and he's like, screw uh, 150 shows a year schedule oh yeah that makes and so sense. he's yeah. kind of like calling out like metallica yeah. and some of those guys like saying i don't need to do that i made my money doing other stuff and i'm playing music because i want to have fun yeah, yeah 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 that's why they're like a lot of those bands they're you know their marriages fail and their relationships yeah. fail and their kids are estranged and because they're on and, the road all the time yeah right? exactly yeah, yeah for sure so i think it's good that he's in finally in that place in his life where he can be successful and then just do music for music's sake. Yeah, yeah. And have yeah. fun with it. You don't need to do it for any other reason. So very mentality. cool, Sammy. You know what? On that note, if you're doing, like, if we see some of these bands that do, like, these world tours where they've got, like, you know, 60 stops, how fucking redundant does your own music get? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, with right? bands like this. No. Well, not his, but other bands that just play the same set list over and over again yeah every yeah. fucking night like yeah. they're not like a fish or a grateful dead where they mix it up and you never know what you're gonna get these bands phone it in every single night yep you can look it up on setlist.fm you know exactly what songs you're gonna hear that night oh yeah absolutely and that's never fun no 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 and for the fans or the band playing it yeah because they get sick of that shit they're like oh man i'll play this song again for yeah, the millionth time. Oh, God. I can't stand it, you know? That's why Who wants to be doing face? that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bobby, uh, Bobby, what's his face? He won't do uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy. He won't. Will no oh, longer. Bobby McFerrin? Yeah, Do- oh, Bobby yeah. McFerrin. Yeah. He hasn't played that song in like 25 years. Yeah, that makes sense. Will not do There's it. There's certain artists that are like that. They're like, I'm never going to do that, you know? Made me money, and but it, I don't want to play it myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so check it out. Steven Tyler, out of out of rehab. So uh, he's out of rehab, voluntarily checked himself into May in a facility in May, and now it's been two months, uh, the beginning of May supposedly, and now it's the beginning of July. Steven Tyler's out of rehab. Nice. But we nice had some done. sad news, though, with another member from uh, Aerosmith. Um, Joey Kramer, the drummer from Aerosmith, his wife, Linda, passed away. Oh, that's uh-huh. horrible. Over this uh, weekend, and she was only 55. Oh, yeah, that's Whoa. super young. Yeah, and uh, he had to leave Aerosmith last year, take a leave of absence to take care of her, and it looks like it took a turn for the worse. So oh, man. Very sad news. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And our hearts go out to you. I wonder uh, what it... Um, Joey Kramer. I don't know. I it doesn't it say. 
I'm, I'm guessing it was some kind of a medical issue. Wow. Maybe a cancer. I don't know. That's just crazy. Very unfortunate. They've been married for 13 years. She was 55. 55. Uh, very young. young. Yeah, so, very young. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunate, man. Uh, another in memoriam this what? week. What? Another in memoriam? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer this week. Uh, Sepultura uh, guitar oh, no. player Andreas Kisser, his wife, Patricia Parisinotto Kisser, oh, yeah. passed away on Sunday, and she was only 52. Oh, yeah. Passed away from colon cancer. Yeah. That's how my mom went. Yeah, colon cancer. And she was Pretty, diagnosed yeah. earlier this year, so it was less than a year from her diagnosis. Oh, uh, brutal. Ended up passing away. Uh, yeah. Just unfortunate, man. Yeah, it Super is. Super definitely, sad, dude. Definitely unfortunate. I mean, they just look just, like, young and a couple ready to take on the world, but, yeah, man, just unfortunate. Colon cancer is one of those things where you have to catch it early, and if you do, it's fine. But a lot of times it masks itself with like other symptoms right and like uh you know by the time you some some people catch it it's it's already to that to that point because they're like oh you know i'm having some you know feeling tired or i'm having some kind of chronic stomach issues maybe it's just this or whatever and it just kind of gets you it's crazy oh yeah i forgot there's another and then one more in memoriam a legendary actor passing away james con um yeah Lalo still hasn't seen The Godfather. And I, I remember I was telling you The Godfather. Oh, yeah, we got to like, watch oh, that. Oh, I haven't seen The Godfather. Yeah, like probably one of the greatest, great, greatest. Okay. It could be the greatest. I have, seen, the greatest. I have seen Casino and Goodfellas, though, and those are amazing movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those, they, those would not be in existence without The Godfather. No, that is wait. true. Yeah, oh, okay. That is very true. Seriously. I thought, the Godfather was the beginning of all that. I yeah. thought Godfather came out like early 2000s. Uh-uh. No. Godfather but, yeah. was 70s. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Godfather, young, very young. Francis Ford Coppola, uh, 70s. Yep. James Cann, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Look how they um, miss. Oh, my God. Boy. Yeah, um, very young Al Pacino. Yeah. Uh, that was Brando. his career-defining film. Yeah, Marlon, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, too. I mean, that was amazing. like in the, the twilight years of his career. Yeah. What an amazing. And then James Caan, that was a career-defining film for him yep. as well. Came out before Scarface. There would be no like Scarface if there wasn't a Godfather. Oh, man. Like, seriously, it's, it's the Godfather. It was like a, a genre... Yeah. It is. It, it kind of made those films in its in its own way, and so many other films uh, like tried to emulate that. Oh yeah, and uh, people people talk about that. Like they use that term. They go, oh, like uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's you know nineteen ninety three Dracula is the Godfather. Oh yeah, of I've heard new that. Okay. Vampire right, movies, right. or yeah. like uh, um, it's or a George A. Romero's. It's the yeah. Godfather of all zombie. films. It's a standard. Like, it's its yeah. own thing that you compare other films to. It's one of those that iconic of yeah. a film, and that well received, especially yeah. the first one. Absolutely. I can't say for the, the the second and the third that they are that well received, but the first one is a legendary film, big time, awesome movie. Uh, and no, anyway, we do rest have in one more in memoriam. What memoriam? Uh, Shinzo Abe was assassinated That's today. right, just today. Yeah, the former prime minister Fuck, of Japan. that was crazy. Yeah. And he was shot with a makeshift, makeshift gun, gun. Yeah, like a, a homemade shotgun Yeah, uh, in a uh, country that is very strict against guns. Yep. Uh, so it must have been a very thought-out and premeditated type of deal. Yeah. Uh, Shinzo Abe used to be the prime minister of, of Japan for quite some time. He actually had two terms, I think, in the early 2000s when Bush was around, Bush Jr., and then uh, in the late 2010s and 2012, he was still... Um, so anyway, just wild, man. Oh, yeah. We don't get political on here, but it was a very shocking world event that happened today. So oh, yeah, definitely worth mentioning for our In Memoriam segment. Good call, Charles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting because like, I think it's like since 2017 or something, like Japan has had like one gun death. Yep. And we see a lot of Japanese awesome mobster movies and stuff where they use, like, tons of guns, but they you can't even get a gun in Japan. No, like, it's even very, if you like, the only the Yakuza have them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah, wild. Like, yeah, seriously, it's it's pretty wild. Speaking of Yakuza. Speaking of Yakuza, let's get to some rock birthdays this week, How good those huh? games are. Yeah. How about it? Let's do it. Happy. Wait, what that have to do with That's my favorite one of the little intros. It is pretty it. good, right? I love yeah. it. All right, Charles, take it away. Yeah, uh, Robbie Robertson, <laughs> uh, who is the singer, guitarist, actor. He's also an actor. He is uh, also a um, a Yakuza member. Um, he is in... I don't uh, think that's true. He is in a band called 
the band, <laughs> which which is like the greatest thing in the world. They probably like copyrighted that like in they 1968. Were, they were something. Bob Dylan's backing band. Yeah, and they were so the they band. got the reputation as the band. Yep, yep, yep. Robbie Robbie Robertson. Uh, his middle name is Robert. Robbie Robert Robinson. <laughs> they call him Triple R. Ringo Starr. Yeah, baby. He's alive? Uh, he's alive. He's alive, he's baby. Alive. He's 82. He's the drummer for the Beatles. And you know what? Uh, a lot of the times people talk about the Beatles like all of them are dead, but Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. It's unfortunate. I actually thought all of them were very dead alive. Paul McCartney. He's tour- he toured like a couple of years ago. He was the train conductor for like 20 years. That, is, that part's not true, Charles. He was the train conductor for like 20 years. All right. On a kid show. Uh, Jerry Miller. He's <laughs> Jerry Miller's had some hard fucking times, man. He can't see very well. <laughs> oh, no. Jerry like, Miller's where like, are you? Jerry Miller's like, I just want my fucking rug, man. That's all I want Wait, where'd you rug. go? He's going through it. Jerry, yeah, wait. What happened? Where are you? What happened? That poor guy. I love his big That's old fucking badass massive guitar. guitar. I yeah. love that, man. Big body Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could play that anywhere. You didn't even need an amp. You could just play it anywhere. People hear it from, like, miles away. But like he is um, he is actually part of the band that it's, was originally called Moby. <laughs> and, and they added Grape on it a couple uh-huh. of years later. And now it's Moby Grape. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, oh! Uh. <laughs> Courtney Love, actress, singer, widow. Actress, singer, widow of uh, Kurt Cobain. She is 58 years young, and she looks uh, older than Ringo Starr. She does. Strangely enough. She does. Strangely Uh, enough. But, you know, Courtney Love, uh, I got to say, I mean, Hole was fucking awesome. They were, with Billy Corgan's help, I will say that, because he wrote their... First two albums, basically. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Oh man, he collaborated um, with them big time on all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wrote all those songs. Yep. Gave her guidance. It's time yeah. for an ad, though. It oh, it is time. It is yeah, time for an ad. Absolutely. Uh, let's do. What do we got? Let's do. Oh, we, ha- we haven't yeah. done the old the Kuzna and Tochka since uh, oh, yeah. we debuted it. Oh yeah. So let's uh, get this new McDonald's, Russian McDonald's, going on. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hello, American Joe. I am Russian supreme businessman and leader Alex Parov, and I single-handedly bring tasty, authentic McDonald's burgers, fries, and shakes of milk to your fat American mouths. You're the lose. Have no fear. McDonald's may have pulled out 850 restaurants out of the motherland, but Alex says not so fast. I must break you. I make all the same food for you now in my new restaurant, Vikusno Itochka. Real champion. Vikusno Itochka sort of means tasty and that's it, okay? You like food? You like this. If he dies, he dies. Remember Big Mac? Now it's Vikusno Mac. Same sauce, same bun, just not real cheese now because our cattle are starving. You can't tell difference. Remember 10-piece chicken nugget? Now just one-piece nugget because our chicken run away from us. So not as many nuggets from before, you know? What's that meat, you ask, American Joe? I'll tell you, it's fresh meat organs made by our 3D printers, the best in the motherland. Real beef? No way. Remember quarter pounder with cheese? Now it's mortar pounder with disease, made from ground up mortar shells and plague juice from impoverished nation. It will hit your spot. If he dies, he dies. So don't forget, Vekusno in Tochka means tasty and that's it. Okay, amazing. See you soon, American Joe. You will lose. You will lose. I love it. Do you know Dolph Lundgren has like freaking like three degrees? He's got like a Yeah, PhD he's actually a really smart guy. It's crazy. Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah it's nuts, right? He's actually a really smart dude. Yeah, he also played He-Man in the live action He-Man. Really? Real, it was a really bad. It was a really 
It was really bad. Oh, I mean, man. But yeah, he played He-Man in the live-action He-Man. And I remember being a kid in the 80s, and I had a big He-Man collection. And when Dolph... We still when, have some. When we actually, when I, there was actually the live-action He-Man. We were so excited to see it. And, um... And when we finally did see it, I remember being a kid and just being, like, so disappointed. So, uh, you know who's in it also? Uh, Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah, Courtney yeah, Courtney Cox yeah, plays, yeah. like, his, um, that's right, his that's love right. interest in uh, that He-Man. All right, we got some trivia to get to, guys, so let's get to it. This week in rock and roll history, trivia. All right, guys, it's time for this week in rock and roll history trivia. Yeah. Let's nice. do it. This week in 1995, guys, more than 100 fans of this band were injured when a deck on which they were watching the show from collapsed near Wentzville, Missouri. Ooh, always Missouri. I know, right? Always What's Missouri. What's the deal with your structures, Missouri? I know. What's going on? Uh, was it A, Pantera? Ooh. B, Nine Inch Nails? C, The Grateful Dead? Or was it D... David Crosby's Blues Explosion. Oh. David Crosby freebasing cocaine while lying on a bed of nails, a transient man washing a window that never gets clean, and for the finale, a powder keg full of gunpowder, cocaine, and an old expired Halloween candy assortment hidden inside of a large Peruvian watermelon exploding onto the crowd like a Gallagher show. Ooh. So all of those viable options. That was my favorite Halloween. One sounds a little more involved than the others, but... yeah. I mean, what I, do you think? I love the um, assorted Halloween candy. Um, I remember that show, and I got plenty of Bitto honeys, <laughs> and it was wonderful. That's, I just got like a my those the worst Bitto, Bitto, Bitto honeys, honeys, you know? Yeah, it was so Who great. Wants those? Um, man, well, D kind of seems obvious, but what do you think, Lalo? I can definitely see like Pantera fans moshing so hard that like a balcony just sure. collapses. Yeah. Sure. So I'm actually I'm gonna have to go with Pantera because I don't think David Crosby would ever hurt Pantera. his fans. Okay. Yeah, Yo, he would never hurt his. He fans? He would never hurt his fans. No. He would just blind them. In, oh yeah. Yeah, an explosion. Oh. He would disable them for <laughs> life. Yeah. He's like I'd Batman. Like, hey, I never. Yeah, I'd never hurt you. I'd maim you. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Mutilate you. Yeah. Somebody give me some cocaine. <laughs> maim you. Uh, I'm gonna say also that it's Pantera because their fans have a mouth for war. Yeah. <laughs> fun fact. It's, like, it's a fun so fact. No one knew that. Out for war. I'm Use just, it for what it's for. I'm kind of interested in this transient man washing a window that never gets clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. There is a transient man who washes a window that never gets clean at Lalo's boxing gym. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? there is. There is. And he washes the window, and it's never clean enough for him. Right. And he continues. It's he one talks of those to things us, in life. And he talks to us yeah. about hockey. And he talks to us. Well, it may be about hockey because you can't understand what he's saying. It's like, like mostly gibberish. Him, and he's like, hey, so I got my friend my my it's a Sure. Yeah. And we're like, How about awesome. that hockey game, huh? Yeah. Awesome. All right. It was actually Grateful Dead. Oh, no way. Yes. What? A wooden deck thought. at a campground crowded with Grateful Dead fans collapsed in the rain, injuring more than 100 people on this wow. week in 1995. Uh, so some of the injured were on the second-story deck, and others were underneath it. It collapsed around midnight on Wednesday. Yeah. About 30 of the injuries were serious and four were critical. Estimates of the total injuries ranged from 100 to 150. At um, least no one died. That's here's good. a picture of it. Whoa! So they were dancing up there, man. They were up on top of that thing, and it just collapsed. Wow! In the rain, the band was uh, scheduled uh, to perform at this, in St. Louis at that time, and at the public uh, said at the time that the band wasn't even sure if they were aware of the accident because it was in the campground. So oh, it wasn't so like it was at playing. the venue, right? Yeah. They're still jamming it, right? Yeah. It was like people <laughs> screaming and dying, and they're just like, trucking. <laughs> Keep it trucking. Oh, God. Yeah. So here's some pictures from the event. Uh, apparently, it was a really big deal in wow. uh, St. Louis. It was uh, really bad. Uh, apparently, I was reading, it says two, fan, two fans were actually found dead Whoa. at the campground Whoa. the night before. On Tuesday night and Wednesday from what may have been drug o- overdoses. Oh, yeah. They smoked too much of that weed, that 1970s weed. So, 
Yeah. Oh wait, man. no, you said this was like in 2003 or something. Huh? Ninety-five. No, wait, Ninety-five. Yeah. Never mind. It's the same tour you saw. Uh, that is the same tour I saw. You saw this tour. So that's right. This I was saw one of. Hey, this was this was one of the sketchiest dead tours in wow. their history. Because of all the shit that was marred from this '95 tour. Yeah. I mean, Jerry died. Uh, the, the 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 crowds were getting unruly. There was people dying in the campgrounds. And you actually went to a show there on that tour. Yes, I did. In Oakland. But it was nothing like this. Uh, you know what? It was, okay, so... Was there so people dead in the campgrounds and... It was a weird... Co- cops and stuff everywhere? I have to say it was a weird experience. Like, so here I am. I'm actually Lalo's age. I'm 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm at a Grateful Dead show. It's... I mean, just, I mean, it's, it's So you it's saw this so in Oakland in yeah, 1995. Yep, at the Coliseum. Around what time of the year? Um, it was, I think it was summertime. Like a, yeah, I think it was late summertime, I believe. Because I remember it was it was warm, but it wasn't hot. Sure. So it may, it may have been like maybe may. September, August. Oh, yeah, oh like even like the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. I can't, I can't remember. I still have the ticket somewhere. It's a little warm, but... Um, but I remember going to it and seeing, like, the – at first, like, it was, like, all of the people outside of yeah. the Coliseum. Like, the people who – Shake down street, the scene. Yeah, all of the people in the tents, and they're cooking, and it's just, like – it's nothing but, like, the smell of weed. And then you go inside, and that's it. It's just weed smoke. Like, hella weed smoke. And I remember at one point – this is the craziest thing. <laughs> at one, one point, I'm standing there, and I look over to my left, and I, there's fucking businessmen. Yeah, with suitcases, and they and they're and they've got their they've got their sports jacket on, they've got their ties undone, and they're smoking weed. Businessmen. Yeah. I I was like, Did, are you just dressing up like businessmen, or did you just come <laughs> to the Grateful Dead show just so you could smoke a little weed and be there? That's what it is. And then yeah. I remember at one point a um a security guard, uh, just trying to do her job, came up to some people who were like standing on the standing on the staircases and they didn't even bother busting people for smoking like they didn't right. even bother and there was this hippie there with like a big ass blunt smoking and she goes sir you can't stand on the staircase and the hippie goes you can't stop the dead man and like everyone just like starts like yeah and and i was like is that like a protest and he was like get out of here <laughs> can't stop the dead and i was like that is the highest person i've ever seen in my life like and that was that was my great and the but the music was wonderful it was it really kind of hit you it made you kind of bob up and down i was a kind of more in a punk at that time right so i like i had my spiked hair and stuff and freaking dog collar necklace and stuff and i was there at a grateful dead show but (laughs) everyone that you could think of all kinds of genres were there but anyway it was a weird mismatch of a lot of people really getting into the music in ways that they probably shouldn't be getting into it that you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what I like about the the jam band scene yeah. and and bands like that is that it brings together some of the most unlikely crowds of people. You got like what you're talking about, you being yep. a punk guy there, you got the hippie guys there, you got the businessmen there. Yeah. I like that kind of a a band that attracts those diverse types of people, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? It's not all like the same type of person. Yeah. You go to a Sugar Ray show. You oh know, yeah. You, you you know everybody there is going to be basically wearing a wife beater and some fucking flip flops and a Tommy Bahama shirt yeah. or something. Yeah. You big know? Time. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's different. Like when you go to a Dead show or some of these other ones, the jam band bands, you never know what you're going to get. And, yeah. And yeah. I I actually like that because I was the same way as you. Like I felt like I was a very punk and heavy rock and rocking type of guy in my high school years. But after, when I got into college, that's when I started, you know, I don't want to be around that crowd all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're very aggressive. They're always, like, doing this and that. I kind of like being around people that are more, I don't know, open and accepting and just more to have having fun. Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. that's what these guys do. But, I mean, there's a lot of horrible shit that happens, too. Oh, These people yeah. are ODing. You know, people are freewheeling on drugs. And, oh, yeah, yeah it's time. pretty wild, you big know. Big time. Yeah. Uh, my, the second concert that i saw after the grateful dead a month later was total chaos at the gilmore yeah or gilman gilman's uh yeah i saw at the gilman i total chaos and that was like night and day i know right it was, grateful it dead, was and crazy. then you're seeing like crazy yeah. punk, punk legends like yeah. total chaos yeah spitting on people and freaking <laughs> people punching each other it was crazy well speaking of the dead uh dead and company they're on tour right now and john mayer um his father richard 
uh, apparently suffered a medical emergency and was rushed to the emergency room oh, this week. Oh, man, a lot of sad so, news. So, yeah, I know. Hopefully he's doing okay, but the Den Company had to reschedule and cancel some shows. So hopefully um, John Mayer's dad is doing all right. So. Okay. He's uh, he's with the Dead and Company? He is. He's been with oh, them okay. for a couple years now. Nice. He's actually, like, he was kind of, uh, people made fun of it uh, in the beginning. You know, John Mayer playing with the Dead, right? Yeah, he's body a is, guitar. Body is a Wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're going to bust that one out. You know, that kind of shit. But he's actually a really, really good guitarist. And really he's good. been, like, devoting himself to, like, the cause. Like, he's delving himself into that whole thing, and he's really trying his best to replicate that sound and do oh, a I love good it. job with the tracks. So. I mean, honestly, uh, that album that has the song, um, it's it's not the one with Your Body's Wonderland, but it's the one that has Gravity, mm-hmm. the song Gravity. That album is really fucking good, man. He's and that good song player. is amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad he's fine. Uh, he's found a new chapter in his life with a band like them. Uh, we'll, li- we'll listen to it on the way home. I'll play you the song oh, Gravity. Cool. Yeah. All right, check it out. We got more uh, trivia for you guys oh, this week. Your favorite. Your favorite TV show host in bands. Yeah. This week in 1956, <laughs> the music dance show Bandstand, hosted by Dick Clark, debuted on Philadelphia TV station. One year later, it went national as American Bandstand on ABC, where it aired for three decades. It was a big, big deal. Oh, yeah. So what early rocker name-checked the show in his lyrics on one of his most famous songs? Oh, okay. Was it A, Buddy Holly, B, Chuck Berry, C, Elvis Presley, or was it D, David Cocaine Crosby and the jittering, skittering June bugs of Junkiesville? I love that phase that a, of his that life. That was a very, very strange band I love he was that. in, but it was kind of a hipping and hopping, you know, 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jiving. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? They were like, ooh. Were they? Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. No kidding, huh? <laughs> No kidding. David Cocaine Crosby and the jittering, skittering Junebugs of Junksville, and they were like, mm, bop, mm, bop, mm. that's how they, that's how they did it. Little, and this big old Wilford Brimley mustache just, just bringing it out of the audience. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with ooh, ee, ooh, I look just like Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, huh? Okay, I'm gonna oh, go. What do you think? With Chuck Berry. <gasps> Chuck Berry. Because his name sounds like a monster flavor. His name sounds what? Like a monster flavor. <laughs> oh, Chuck Berry? Like Chuck the Berry. cereal? No. No, like a monster energy drink flavor. Is that what you say? A bop, right? bop, a bop, a bamboo. That would actually got be mango a really loco good idea. And Chuck to, like, Berry. License his name for something like that. Be, yeah. yeah. For like the a drink. Family could get it some sounds money. like a drink. Yeah. Chuck Berry is awesome. Also, also a good guitarist. He, he was amazing. slightly a pervert, as we remember from he was, a couple years he ago. He was a pervert. Because he installed a camera in a woman's bathroom <laughs> he in one, did of his, do that. one of his restaurants. Yeah. So let's not forget that fact. He, yeah, that's true. He did do that. Because... <laughs> And, and the rumor yeah. was he liked women to defecate on him. So okay. side note on that. Can, so, I, can I change my? So just think about that. <laughs> can I? Can I go? That Elvis doesn't mean you're wrong. <laughs> doesn't mean you're wrong. <laughs> Chuck Berry I mean, was a wild, wild man. He was a wild man. I went from a very lighthearted <laughs> joke about Monster guy. Energy to. Like, was that your like, final answer? No, I'm gonna go Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you should have stayed with him because no. That's who it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's who it was. Yes. In his song "Sweet Little 16, recorded in 1957, just one year. I know, and that song title is creepy as well. I stuck to my principles. Chuck Berry name checks the show with the lyric because they'll be rocking on bandstand in Philadelphia, PA. Yeah, he's a 34 year old man. Wrote a song called "Sweet Little 16. Oh, look at my chest and let me watch you (laughs) undress in the dressing room. Oh man, brutal. Chuck Berry, brutal. Oh, you mean uh, Chuck Berry? That's right. And this is leading that into this. Sure. It's a great transition. Great transition. Uh, Title track of Metallica's 1986 album, Master of Puppets, finally getting back on the charts because of Stranger Things. I saw that clip. Have you seen the Stranger Things episode yet? You know what? Um, I don't even watch the show. I get bored very easily by it. I don't know why. I can't get past season one. Fair enough. But, however, it did come up in my YouTube recommended. This guy named Eddie Munson was playing it. It actually looked kind of sick. Oh, he's everywhere right now. Um... Who's that? There's a pop artist named uh, Doja Cat. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, very pretty lady. Um, very popular right now in the yep. music scene. And I guess she has, like, a big crush on him. And there's, like, I was reading this story about how she DM'd one of the characters on Stranger Things <laughs> and said, the dude who played Eddie Munson's, like, she basically said, he's really fucking fine. 
<laughs> I want to. I can't find him on social media. Can I get his number? And he screenshotted that and sent it out. One of the characters from Stranger Things, and she is furious. Oh. She's furious. She was like, "Yo, that was a private conversation between wow. the two of us." But I guess that dude who played Eddie Munson or Mun- Munson or Munson. Yeah. Munson? I'm very proud of him. Yeah, I guess he. Um, I guess he did a really good job. On yeah. Because uh, everybody's talking about him. So um, this character, Eddie Munson, yeah. performs what he calls the most metal concert ever by shredding Master of Puppets on his Warlock guitar That's in Stranger it. Things. Yeah. And last weekend, this is kind of cool, Metallica's Robert Trujillo shared that his 17-year-old son, Ty Trujillo, actually contributed additional guitar tracks oh. to the Stranger Things version of Master of Puppets. Nice. Mm. So that's kind of cool. What about his daughter, Tree Trujillo? Mm. I don't think he has a daughter by that name. <laughs> uh, news from around the world. Check it out. Grubhub offering free oh, premium dude. delivery to Amazon Prime members. So oh. that is a new feature. And we uh, linked up our accounts this week, and I wanted to share that. Okay. So you get free Grubhub now if you have Amazon Prime. So, so can I read that this out. one? Go ahead. Okay, do you love delivery? Do you love cold food? Do you love food that's been sloshed around, mixed into <laughs> or other food? Or taking a bite out of? Do you like food that's not quite the food that you it's ordered? pilfered and you... touched by hands of another? <laughs> do you like a sauce in, in something that shouldn't have had sauce on it? Um, then those with an Amazon Prime subscription can it's now all enjoy free now. Of, of premium services for no additional charge. That is a better the read. New. You're right, you're right. That was a better read. <laughs> All right, check it out. Dinosaur skeleton. Ooh, that guy's like, oh, scary. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Uh. <laughs> so you got uh, 5 to $8 million, Charles? Uh, Lalo does. Okay. I do. Well, you might want to buy this, guys, because it's going on auction in New York, and it's a skeleton of a Gorgosaurus. Nice. Uh. It's an apex carnivore that was a T-Rex <laughs> relative. Yeah. And dates back some 76 million years. Yeah. Unfortunately, Gorgosaurus is also the name of an STD. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know why that sounds so It's gross. horrible. It's horrible. What? Apex Carnivore is probably Hold the on. name of I'm, a death metal band. I don't know somewhere. if you guys saw that, but I'm going to trivia question. Where did they find this um, uh, skeleton? Where did they find the bones? Uh, I'm going to go with like um, What do you think? I'm going to go with like a Midwest... A Midwest state because uh, they actually have found quite a lot of um, this like large carnivore kind of big dinosaur T Rex type uh, okay. dinosaurs in the Americas like in the mid in the Midwest right like towards kind of the Nevada maybe the like borderline Nevada like okay. Montana like, Utah. like that Utah yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of the big big dinosaurs all right so what's your guess in that period I'm gonna go Mexico Mexico Mexico, mm-hmm. Mexico. Well, yeah I mean you're saying Utah or what. Yeah, probably Utah or like um, or Arizona or something okay. like in that area. You're kind of close. You know, it's actually Montana. Oh, Har- Havre, Montana. How, how oh, Hannah, man, that's that's Hannah Montana's it's brother. Hannah Montana's actually this is yeah, long. right. <laughs> Harvey Montana. Harvey Montana. <laughs> Hav- is that from, no? That's not Harvey. That's, that's where they found it. Havre. 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 Havre, Montana. I'm but their pre-sale estimate is five to eight million, so it could go well above that. Oh yeah, I, I could see that. I actually got to see. Um, I'm like wondering yep. how that's not in a museum. Why is this going up for a private auction? You know, for like Leonardo DiCaprio to own it. Oh, that's, that's pretty amazing, though. If I had five to eight million, wouldn't you I'd... want that in like a museum for people to? Pre- I don't know. To appreciate if I had or five to eight million, I'd probably buy it and then give it to a museum. I would hope so. Yeah, um, so. I do. I did uh, when I went to Chicago in uh, like around a, 2000, maybe 12. Um, at the you know the Chicago airport's really it's huge. It's, yeah, it's yeah. enormous. O'Hare. Yeah, O'Hare. Right. And um, I, I remember going to O'Hare, and they actually had the T Rex exhibit there. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was amazing. Like it, it, wow. it, it blew me away. What like how huge. And ju- it was just so crazy. Like, when did you do that? Uh, two, like 2012 or maybe 13 or something. No, yeah. no, I think about 2000. Yeah, maybe 2012. It's wild. Um, and they had it, and it was just, it was, yeah, it was they enormous. took this cheesy picture to kind of show the, whatever, right? Yeah, the the the, the size of this thing, which it's is really, wild it, to think about. Oh, it floors you to th- to think These about. These things would just demolish us. Oh yeah, as a species, big time. Think about it, man. It's wild. 
Okay. Yeah, I'd love to ride one. This was kind of a sad weekly WTF. We have a cool one to end it on, but we have a sad one uh, as well, as Bam Margera was filmed partying during his escape from rehab. Oh, yeah. Oh. Escape. Yeah, so <laughs> I have yeah. the actual, um, what do you call it? The video here. We'll oh, play no it. way. Yeah, we'll play a little bit of it because uh, it's, it's kind of shitty. It's just showing him partying, basically. Uh, but let me uh, let me get it queued up here. Uh, all right, what are we gonna do this? So, what do you think, just off the top of your head, from hearing that headline that Bam Margera just partying? He's partying with random people he met at a bar. Oh, really? He's not even partying with like you know anybody cool or whatever. He's just partying with dudes he met at some bar. I don't think I'd party with Bam Margera. <laughs> he seems like kind of sk- like sk- like kind of scuzzy. I know, it right? seems like not like really a fun time. Like he do some stupid shit, like light your hair on fire or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. You know. That is kind of true. What do you think, Lalo? Would you party with Bam Margera? You know what? Okay. In a lot of those movies, he was kind of like the butt of everyone's jokes. So I can see him like kind of taking it out on like random pedestrians. On yeah, the, yeah. On yeah. The jackass but it's, movies? He's, he's looking like the butt of the joke in this. Yeah. I'll tell you. Him and his dad were just like being abused. All right. So uh, let me uh, transition. Oh, hold on. Okay, so here's that's here's, Bam. No, well, here's Bam Margera right here. Oh, you can tell by his crazy he's eyes. He's got a. He's holding the Dewalt speaker. Yeah, he's got his. Um, it looks like the the thing that comes with your car emergency road kit. Yeah, it's like the yellow. Um, fluorescent vest that you put on when you're changing your tire oh yeah yeah so he's in the car with just some random people that he met at a bar right so it starts out here and then it goes to their house and you'll see Look at him passed out. Oh, wow. Look at Bam just like. Oh, he's out. 100% passed out. And they're just. (laughs) (laughs) See, so, I mean. Yeah. He's looking like the butt of the joke there, Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, horrible. he's fucking passed out on some random-ass people's fucking... Yeah. Oh, what? look, look, there it is. What? Doja Cat calls out Stranger Things star Noah Schapp for posting. <laughs> That's what I was just talking about. That's I was funny. just talking about that shit. Yep. They yeah. heard you. The internet heard you. Yeah, they, yep, heard me. Calls out Noah Schnapp for posting DM convo, that weasel shit. Yeah. Doja Cat's quiet efforts to hook up with Joseph Quinn are now out there for the world to see, and she's pissed at his co-star Noah Schnapp for blowing her cover by posting their DMs. Oh. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pissed. Yeah, she's furious. TMZ. But hopefully you're recording this so that I don't have to do it. I tried to make a TikTok, like a three-minute TikTok, and it didn't work. Um... I had to like do it like three times without cringing, and that was impossible. So uh, I'm just gonna say something right now about the whole fucking uh, do it, get uh, say it. The Noah Schnapp thing. I think that. Come on. To be fair, first let's be let's be try to be chill about it. To be fair, this is like a, a kid. Like Noah is like I don't know how old he is, but there, he's not even over like. There's no way he's over, like, 21. And he might be. Like, I could be wrong. Um, but, like, oh my. when you're that young, you make mistakes. You do dumb shit. I'm, like, trying to be super fair. <laughs> Did some people you do that dumb shit. They keep putting, you like, filters on her. I don't know. You fucking fuck up relationships with people. You, you make mistakes. Oh like, you're supposed to so that you know... <laughs> You're supposed to do stuff like that so that you know not to do it in the future. Like, I, up with I, did not share I don't know. So I'm trying. I I guess she's not that pissed because 
Oh, she looks fucking pissed, dude. Yeah. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, she looks mad right there. Being uh, yeah. with a woman for quite some time, that is the look of a woman that is very upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's she trying did, yeah. to be as gracious as she can be. Yeah, and nice as she can be about this whole situation. And but she's she, dropping a lot of f bombs right she, now. She wants to like fucking just go off. Yeah, you could tell. And that's a shitty situation. Well, let's, let's listen to the rest of it. I'm okay. curious. I'm curious now. We got a minute left. Yeah. So that I don't fuck up again. Um, but the fact that this person, that Noah did that, like, went and posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably, like, socially unaware and whack. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, borderline snake shit. Like, that's, like... That's like weasel shit. I agree with her. And like, yeah, that's I'm not very saying weasley. that encapsulates his entire personality. Like Noah is not like the definition. Of, like like I, I wouldn't imagine he is. Maybe he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. You don't post like a private conversation. Like, you know, maybe he's just so caught up in his own kind of stardom and the popularity of Stranger Things. I don't he's know. Like, hey, look at this famous uh, pop star uh, wants to know about my co-star and he just throws it out for everyone but it's pretty immature i don't know i think that that could be like you know considered yeah like whatever like cock blocking or whatever that this guy the co-star is like jealous that she's not talking about him might be jealousy and then so yeah. she's like uh, he's like oh i'm gonna post this thing and blow him up yeah and make him feel stupid oh she's got a damn she got a damn good point man so doja cat either so way hot right now it's so, so hot, hot right, right now. now. She is. She's like, yeah, she's like really big. She's like a big, big, right. big star right well, now. Well, get better, Bam and Doja Ooh, Cat. Ooh, what's this? Okay. Ooh, check this that, out. That's my getaway. It's our last story of the night, guys. Okay. Oh yeah. You can own this island in Maine if you stay the night and don't get murdered. That's the stipulation. Oh, why not? It's a. It's called Duck Ledges Island. It's a 1.5 island acre, or excuse me, 1.5 acre island in Maine. And it's on the market for $339,000. Sounds awesome. Your own private island, right? Yeah. The catch is anyone who buys the island first needs to spend one night there alone. Yeah. The current owner wants you to do this, and he gives his reasoning. He says, Billy Milliken put the very unusual stipulation on the property to ensure the new owner will be willing to deal with the island's quirks. So far, two people have already completed the overnight request. I brought this up to my wife, Dolly, and she's like, that sounds like a horror movie yeah. plot. Yeah. Uh, Quirks. So what do you guys think about it? Oh, I'd do it in a New York minute. I'm just, the only concerning thing is I love that it's, you know, it's an island, It's it's but it doesn't seem to be very islandy. And um, it's, you know, and my, my only concern would be I would stay there and then in the middle of the night, island boys I knew would, like, coming. pop I knew up out coming. of nowhere. I don't want that to happen. Charles. But also, like, it doesn't it seem like that house would get flooded. It seems like the yeah. water level is way too high. Water to ground ratio is like not yes. really working for me. It makes me it's making me feel nervous. And so that's what they say. They say yeah. that. Um, uh, let me go to the actual website uh, listing here. So look, you got to do a ten minute boat ride from the coast of Maine and then you go out there to your uh, to your little island, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta get out there on a boat. He says, it's out there far enough you're away from any noises and lights. He's owned this island since 2007. Wow. He says, it's a very dark sky out there so nighttime is beautiful. But to what you're saying, um, let, me, let me read along here. It says, two parties have already completed the overnight request. Three more are scheduled to visit it. And he's gonna choose it based on, on his gut. Oh, that's beautiful. Look it at the co- inside of that house, yeah, man. Yeah, it comes with a quaint, oh, wait, that's that's gorgeous 540-square-foot cottage that features unobstructed views of the surrounding waters. Oh, that's beautiful. The unique thing is that they tore it down and built the brand new one. No new structures can be built on the island. So that's the only structure that can be there. And they renovated it to a very nice structure. So For legal reasons? or Yeah, under- like oh, you, okay. can't, you can't put new structures up there on there for oh, legal reasons or whatever says if you find a little island like Duck's Ledges, you can't necessarily build a cottage on it. He says it slips by because the island structure predates the new zoning laws, allowing for an existing structure to stand legally. What also makes the the, um, 
island so unique is the lack of trees, which allows unobstructed views of the water. That's a really nice, like, little cot. It sleeps up to four people in the cottage. All right. He shared the island with his family and close friends who said they they make day trips, stay overnight because there's no running water. Uh, And he says the downside is the risk of flooding during storms. Oh, yeah. Most of the bad weather takes place between October and May. He typically stays away from the island at that time because it's unfit for man or beast. Oh, man or beast. Yeah. So that sounds like it's pretty extreme. Yeah. Despite a long stretch away from the property, the cabin remains intact. It was built with the rugged environment in mind. So I just I don't get how you're going to actually keep your house nice when it gets flooded. Yeah. Well, he says it's built on risers. Oh, okay. He says um, the bad uh, blah, blah, blah. It's never, ever damaged to the structure. Yeah, it comes because it's elevated. It's never, ever damaged the structure or the flooring. So it's an elevated cottage. Yeah. And he says, uh, so I don't know. What do you guys think? That uh, sounds kind of pooping fun. something like that on yeah. an island like that? I yeah, would, I'd, I'd be fine with it. I would no love running to. water? Okay. That no running water. Sound. Yeah. I mean, okay, can, can't you bring, like, water purifier? We have that, right? No, there's um, there's well, my... Um, my. Oh, we have the straws. No, my dad used to do this awesome thing where he, what, he would, like, he had these big jugs of water. Uh-huh. And then he actually had, like, a makeshift shower... That it's a system you can buy it, you set it up, and then it like it runs the water, and then that you could do like a filter even if you want to, so that you could like recycle the water. Like there's like right. stuff that you could do to like bathe and stuff like that. But it's really only supposed to be meant for like camping trips, not to actually oh, live yeah. out there. That's now for me, says. I would probably grow like if I if I didn't have anything going on in my life, I would probably go live out there and grow out my beard like Peter Griffin long. And, like, have birds and clams and ducks and shit living in it. Well, and, like, I would, like, be, like, a strange kind of island man. He says seal pups often wash up on the island. The, the, <gasps> the, the, the seals give give birth out there all the time on the island. And lots of wildlife on the island, uh, including lobsters, seabirds, eagles, oh, yeah. and seals. So I'd probably live out there. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, all right. That's it for us this week, though, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Check out everything at rocknewsweekly.com. And we will see you guys next week, all right? Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace.